Hey guys, welcome to the Brett Smith Podcast, where we talk about sports-related topics. A topic I'm going to be talking about today is going to be Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. Now, obviously, they're going to be playing tonight, and that's exciting to see. For some reason, I feel like Dwayne Wade always gets the best of him in these matchups. I don't know why. I mean, LeBron obviously has won some of them, but I swear... He's gotten the best. Obviously, he has that one of the best clips ever where he blocks, I think, LeBron James. I don't think he blocks him. I think it's somebody else. Comes down the floor, coast to coast, and ducks on Anderson Bergeau, which I think is one of the greatest. And then he pops the pops a little dance there. It's just unbelievable. But I want to just talk about the run. And I honestly lived through every bit of it. I, that was when I truly loved like, I got into the media and stuff, and I wanted to talk about sports and everything like that just because of how pulverizing LeBron James' decision was and how big of a deal he made of it. You know, LeBron left Cleveland, and he had the right to. Obviously, you can say in the position he was, he took one of the worst teams ever and took him to the finals. I mean, it just saw, I saw his leadership in every possible way. I remember sitting in my house in the living room watching that finals, and I was like, this guy has nobody around him. I it was like the first time I understood like what team means to a uh, to a sport and everything like that and to a superstar. And you know, uh, he just needed a team around him, and he chose to hey go with one of his best friends and play and try to win a championship. And the first year, nobody understands that he had so much struggles. I think they lost 10 in a row or 8 in a row or something like that. Everybody was talking about, oh, they can't win this. They can't win that. So don't be going on about Kevin Durant and LeBron James being the same because they did not know how to play with each other. And he didn't go to some good team. Miami, he was in the eight, was the eighth seed in the East. In the East. And they had the Boston Celtics in there. And... First year, he goes, and they go to the finals. And in the finals, I want him to win so bad. I thought he was going to, and it's obviously one of the worst finals. It's the thing that t- that everybody nitpicks. Everybody, when they talk about the Jordan conversation, they nitpick that that finals. You know, they they come up clutch. Dirk Nowitzki, I remember seeing this man make fadeaway jumpers, make the clutchest shots ever. It was one of the most exciting finals, I think. But, you know, when you lose that bad... I mean, that was one of the most devastating things I've ever seen. Uh, out of an MVP and out of a superstar ever, just seeing him lose in that series was devastating. Everybody nitpicked him for it, boom. But the next year was unbelievable. That's when, that's when he evolved. Everybody thought he evolved the first year in Miami. No, when he lost that finals, when he went through adversity, that's when he evolved. And when they made that run, and they defeated Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook, probably, little do we know, could have been one of the best teams of all time. Could have been the best backcourt of all time. Because think about I get it, they play the same, James Harden and Russell Westbrook. But think about how dynamic that would have been. Three guys on the same court, dominating. In an ISO ball. It would have been ISO ball. It probably would have been team ball. But it would have been ISO ball all day of the week. And when LeBron James beat them 3-1, I said, here we go. This is going to be one of the interesting runs ever. And honestly, I always thought back in my mind, 
Wow. The Spurs are coming up. You know what I mean? You know, they defeat Golden State. They lost to OKC, who obviously went to the finals. But, you know, they're coming up. And they finally faced off. And I thought this was going to be it. This is going to be the most interesting. If he beats this team, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker. And little did I know that Kawhi Leonard was an absolute defensive monster. I, I, I knew that Kawhi Leonard was good at SCSU. I lived in San Diego. And he was a monster. And those were some of the best times. I remember just going to the games. And it was unbelievable. And seeing this guy play. And when he lost in the NCAA tournament, it was devastating. But I knew he was a winner. And when he guarded LeBron James, little did he know that was going to be one of the toughest times he's ever had in the finals. And, you know, he's going through. And you see, you see game six. He's pulling off great performance after great performance. But he's losing sometimes. And then in game six, you know, it's all on the line. And he's having a great performance. He's having a great performance. And they're losing, and he's got to make a clutch shot. And yeah, I understand. He missed the shot, and they get the rebound, and they bring it back out. And they pass it out, and Ray Allen makes that unbelievable three. That saves LeBron James' career. It does. No matter what anybody says, you can't say, that was lucky, that was this, that was that. And Ray Allen, thank God he went to Miami. You know, they criticized Ray Allen for going to Boston. Are you serious? Kidding me? He had a chance to go to a championship, and he made one of the biggest shots of his career in that championship. Unbelievable. And right here is when you see LeBron James' career absolutely just go from great player to question of greatest of all time. Has an unbelievable game seven. They play off of him. You know, that was a game plan. Make him shoot the ball. And at one point, he says, stay right there and drains a three. And they dominated him. Because he stepped up and made the jumper. He made his jump shot. That's what he couldn't do in Miami. And he was forced to drive on him. And he missed every layup because it was a contested layup. And that's why he only scored 12 points. That's why he only scored 15. That's why he wasn't stepping up. And they went back to back. And obviously, the next, the following year, no, it's tough to beat somebody twice. Obviously, you can, can't do that. You know, MJ struggled with it. Even though he won in six, that's even impressive that MJ did that. But beat somebody twice is struggling, especially with this team. Do you know how good this team was? You have Tim Duncan, one of the best centers of all time. Five championships. I mean, I could go on the list. I can't even name all the accolades that guys have. Mono Ginobili, best probably six man. Or best guy, best supporting cast ever. One of the best European players of all time. Come from Argentina. And you got Tony, Tony Parker. Unbelievable. One of the best point guards. Could run any offense he got. Was perfect for the San Antonio Spurs system. And you're facing these guys twice. And you got one of the best coaches of all time. I think he's the best coach. I don't think you can count reigns and say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil Jackson had one of the great, uh, great, two of the greatest teams of all time. And to be honest, he didn't win with Kobe most of the time. Greg Popovich, I think he can play and he can coach any team. Any team. He doesn't need the best player. He doesn't need this. He doesn't even have Kawhi this year and they're going to the playoffs. It's unbelievable. So you went and you're playing that caliber of a team and he plays and he goes off. And you lose, you lose three to one. You lose four to one in five games. 
You're saying, what happened? You know? We still got this thing with Dwayne Wade, but Chris Bosh, he's hurt. You know, he's got blood transfusion. I mean, it's unbelievable. His career. I, I feel so bad for Chris Bosh. He's a Hall of Famer, obviously. But they went back to back in their generation. It was unbelievable. And they could have probably, hey, came back and maybe done it again. But guess what he decided to do? Go back to his hometown and win a championship for him. I mean, it's unbelievable what he's done and what they what he did at Miami. It was unbelievable. You know, come to a new team and win a championship. You know, they say, oh, yeah, KD did it. Are you kidding me right now? You're telling me a 73 and 19. Arguably, they were argued one of the greatest regular season teams of all time. They could have possibly been the best team of all time if they didn't uh, blow a 3-1 lead. And LeBron James, guess who, guess who brought back? He arisen his career with that 3-1. Did something that nobody's ever done in the finals. Come back from 3-1. It was a meme. Don't blow a 3-1 lead. Golden State basically embarrassed their dynasty ever. And now their dynasty is kind of getting shattered because, well, I mean, you got four all-stars on your team. And you got Andre Iguodala, who could have been an all-star. Are you see his run with the 76ers? Are you serious? I mean, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, that duo was probably one of the greatest chemistry duos of all time. I mean, yeah, they shattered their kind of glory in Cleveland. But still, it was one of the greatest uh, basketball teams I've ever seen. Just greatest forms of basketball. What they were doing was insane. It was unreal. Throwing it across the backboard, catching it with one hand, alley-oops. Throwing it anywhere. I mean, they, it looked like Dwayne Wade was just like, okay, no look. And you see one of the most iconic pictures of all time with Dwayne Wade throwing it up. And he's just, he's already celebrating. I mean, LeBron James in that time was an MVP. He won the Olympics, won two championships. That's why he won the greatest heirs ever. They, I mean, listen, they say, oh, yeah, this and that, you didn't win three. Are you serious right now? You know how tough it is to win three championships? Especially when you're going... I mean... <sighs> it is what it is. But And also, he took out... They said, oh yeah, Eastern Conference was weak. Are you kidding me right now? You're telling me... Oh yeah, you're telling me in the prime time of their career. The big three. The big three. Of Boston. Rajon Rondo. Paul Pierce. And Kevin Garnett. Yeah, that was an easy team. The easy team to beat. I'm sorry. His um second year, or I think it was the first year with the team... He was down 3-2. Guess what? 41 game in Boston. Killed him. Then came back game 7. Won that. Now you're going to the finals. He earned his way. He earned his way. You know, it wasn't like like anything else. You know, Kevin Durant and his team, you know, didn't. Hey, they swept everybody. They almost went undefeated. Going into the going, uh Undefeated the whole playoffs. Are you kidding me right now? Are you serious? You call that competition? Are you kidding me? You're telling me you had a tough time with that? It's unbelievable. I mean, and he doesn't know anything about going back-to-back. He probably has a chance of, hey, we'll see. We'll see what Kevin Durant can do when he faces off against, hey, he's not going to have Steph Curry the first round. He might not have Clay. He might not have Draymond. I'm not, I mean, I'm kind of questioning their injuries. Maybe a little rest because those guys have been to three straight finals or four. I think it's four straight now. I mean, come on. They're going for their fourth. 
You cannot complain. You you should be out there playing all 81, 82 games. LeBron James is just unbelievable. And what they did was just fathomable, and I will remember it forever. And I will tell my kids about it, and it will be unbelievable. My kids, my grandkids, of how great that run was. It was unbelievable. You have everything in that run. You have adversity. You have everything. You have going back to back to back. The struggles. The hate. The criticism. And how laser focused LeBron James was to be the best. And to finally get that championship. And when you see him win that championship, there's nothing like it. I mean, he's full smiles. And his interview just sums it up. I'm from Akron, Ohio. I ain't even supposed to be here. I mean, that was just an unbelievable thing to see. And I just think everybody took it for granted. And I think we just need to accept it more and appreciate it more. Just like, I mean, heck, I didn't even hear the Detroit Pistons were in the 80s. I didn't even know they were. I didn't know they almost beat the uh, the L.A. Lakers, the Showtime Lakers. And it was one of the worst calls in NBA Finals history, especially back in their age. It was like a call in the modern era. And, I mean, Isaiah Thomas talks about it today. I mean, it's unbelievable how just people talk about a super team and this and that. It was not a super team. I didn't even hear who... Listen, I was not even... I was not that big of a basketball fan until that era. And when they said Chris Bosh, this guy, this guy was good. He was legendary in Toronto. I mean... Hey, I didn't, I didn't hear him going to the finals. I didn't hear him challenging anybody. I heard all these great numbers and everything. I didn't hear him challenging everybody. I didn't hear him creating something in Toronto like LeBron James. I knew who Dwayne Wade was. But I mean, Chris Bosch, it took him a long time to figure out his role because he was a star in Toronto. So I think, you know, with the adversity and what they built in Miami was just amazing. I don't, I don't think, and they were challenged. People could beat the Miami Heat. It wasn't like, okay, oh, wow, uh, Golden State Warriors are playing. Damn, Pelicans, oh, four off sweep. San Antonio Spurs, oh, yeah, they're losing by 20. Oh, wait, Kawhi Laird gets hurt because of they have one of the dirtiest players in the league in Zaza Pachulia. You know, Miami Heat did it the right way, did it the most respectful way, and they did it the best way. It's unbelievable. And I can't wait to see the game, and I can't wait to see him do it. Because it's going to be exciting. And, you know, I think Dwayne Wade's going to get the best of him. But we'll see what happens, you know. But that's all I have to, for today, guys. Uh, just need to speak on it, preach about it. Now, that was my little rant uh, on LeBron James and Dwayne Wade duo in the Miami Heat run. It was unbelievable. Uh, please tune in. Please keep listening. It'll get better over time. I'm Brett Smith. See you guys later.